Microphone in the GB Entertainment Studio. It's me, AG, and Mr. Kenny Schmidt. What up, dude? Welcome back to the mic, bro. <laughs> we back, baby. Yeah, we missed you last week. Yeah, man, I was over in the other room. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, I know people probably like. I wonder what Ken had to say because you work yeah. in the medical field. You yeah, know? you yeah, could have had know, some. I was sitting there input. like, dang, I could have really had a conversation about that, but I didn't. Right, right. Mm. Didn't get in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got a special guest today. Yeah. We got Miss Denise in the studio. Yeah. Hello, hello, Denise. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? Very good. Yeah. Good. Sounds like you're excited to be here. Indeed, I am. This finally. is my 50th episode. That's crazy. I can't believe it's 50 already. I know. That went fast. Real fast. Real fast. But it's not just my 50th episode, it's her birthday. It's her birthday. Yo, shouty. <laughs> go, yeah. go, go. Now, yeah. I, we're not going to ask. The, you, I don't care. But if you want to tell us, go ahead. <laughs> How old I am? Yeah. I'm 53. Uh-huh, 53? Uh-huh, 53? Oh, you don't look 53. No, she looks 43. Okay. Wow. She does. Been on this earth for a long time. <laughs> well, now I kind of feel 53. I'm just saying, though. <laughs> 53. I'm... 42 i'm 41 i'm mm-hmm. about to put myself in 42 already don't right. do it but uh yeah well i mean i feel old but i i do young stuff so i don't feel old you don't feel old yeah i don't i guess i do young stuff too <laughs> well you don't look old you don't no, feel old, old. 50 That's is good. not really old i mean if you talk to any one of these older guys or i, I talk to a lot of older veterans at work and i tell them my age and they be like oh you're a young man i'll be like oh so you think I, i'm young but they about 80, 90 years old. Right. Right. So they like, dude, I've been on this it. earth for a long time. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. 41's nothing. <laughs> right. You're just getting started. Well, you just still got a whole nother half. You still probably right. got another half to go. That's good. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Hit my stride at 53. Right. <laughs> and, and Denise is a avid traveler, so it's not like she's... You know, a, a homebody. You yeah. know, she's not wasting away somewhere. She gonna yeah. get out and, and enjoy life. So travel the world, yeah, that's see things, that's always meet good. people. Yeah, we gonna get into that a little bit. We okay. should. Why not? Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can do that. This is kind of impromptu. You know, I'll, I'll I'll give her credit for that. And 
we had some other things going on, and she was like, "Sure, I'll sit in." And I was like, "All right, nah, I got to make it an interesting topic." So we got an interesting topic. <laughs> right? Today. You know, he never tells me anything right. until I get here. Talking about some, I'm not gonna tell you, but uh, <laughs> let's see if I can get Denise to come on here and make it interesting. Yeah, she gonna, she'll make it interesting. That I'm not worried about. But um, anything you want the listeners to know about you, other than the fact that today's your birthday and you're 53 years old, you can say no. Uh, no, I mean, I don't know what else there is to know. <laughs> You're an interesting individual. You do like to travel. I do. That's a big part of it. Um, I'm in marketing. My career's in marketing. Your career's in and marketing. And passionate for art and music and people. And people. And people. That's always good. Yeah. I love people, too. Yeah. <laughs> Makes life more interesting. Very much a people person. So what's up, man? We, we what's been going on since last week? Uh, we go get into the topic in a minute. Nothing really but. been going on, man. I've been uh, I just been chilling, man. Uh, you know, Mom Deuce had had COVID. Oh wow! She had caught it. She caught me crying, going on it because you know that's how step pop died. Right, so she right. like once she caught it, caught it. She was like, oh my god, frantic, yeah. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared. And I'm like, Mom, don't be scared. This is a different type of variant. This ain't the first variant that we had. So it's kind of right. different. You might just have a common cold with this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, And basically, that's what it was with her. Oh, that's it was good. Just that's good. Basically, a common cold, chills, sweating, all that stuff. But she made it through. And she just got out of quarantine on, on Monday. Okay. And she instantly was outside. And I'm like, but that's human nature, though. Yeah. Right. Nobody right. wants to be cooped up in nowhere for a long period right. of time and then just be like, ah, oh, I'm staying here. Right. No, nah, I'm out. We getting right. up out of here. I, she she said, I'm going to pay my phone bill. I said, all right, go ahead and pay your phone bill. Go right back to the house. And then I end up calling her. She like, well, I'm over your sister's house. And I'm here. And I'm there. I said, oh, yeah, you everywhere now. You ain't, all over the place. You ain't about to sit in the house, man. I know it. That's good. That's good. Once you, once you threw it, you threw it. And yeah. with all these rules changing, I don't know what. You know, it really is anymore. Right. You know? Five days, ten days, right. wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Yeah, right. and they're sending silly. them to work now right. if they got it. Like, right. if you got it and no symptoms, just come to work and wear a mask. <laughs> oh, now you're just going to infect everybody, huh? Right. right. That's and that's got to be weird for you with Tia working in the hospital, too. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because she just got over it. And then, so, and she caught it. You would think she would have caught it from on one of the floors because she works with on the floors with the patients. But... Um, she got a letter in the mail saying that she that uh somebody in the credit union at the hospital had it. Oh wow! And she got a letter in the mail like I see you was in the bank on this such and such date, so uh make sure you you good. But they sent that like two weeks after the fact though. Yeah. And post dated it uh, the thirtieth, like trying to cover themselves, yeah, like we like, notified dude, everyone. Right. Yeah, but I'm by like, the end, she had already done it and dealt with it. She had already been in the bank twice that week. Though. Oh wow! She said, "I That's went, right. I went two days in a row." So she was like, "If it was the girl to check me out, yeah, she gave it to me." <laughs> wow. And That's I said, crazy. wow. She's okay now, though. Right? No, yeah, she's 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 totally fine. She, well, I'm curious because so she couldn't work. No, they they told her that she had to stay home because she kept testing. Well, she tested positive, and because they did the the little uh, the first test, which is to tell you whether you're uh, exposed. Right. Then they do the real test on you, and it tells you whether you're negative or positive. She was right. positive, so that's like, all right, stay home. Boom, boom, boom. But then she had got a little sick. But then they brought her back in like five days later, thinking that she might be over it, mm. but. 
at the end of the day, she still was positive, so they let her stay home for a whole nother five days, mm-hmm. which was terrible for me because I had to sleep on the couch for <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I, I don't even sit on my couch right now. Right. My couch has been, I don't even look at the couch. I've seen the couch too much. You're done with the couch. I'm done with You're that You're buying couch. a new couch. <laughs> it's over for that couch, but it was oh, terrible. But, uh, yeah, we I didn't catch it, which was great, because I kept going to work every day. Like, every day I went to work, I went and took the test. Like, was I exposed? Right. But it came back. I wasn't exposed. So I, I guess I did good by staying away from her. Right. Well, I, I'm, I'm curious about that. That's got to be, I mean, y'all work together. Y'all live, live together, together. Y'all spend a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you can't go nowhere near her. Yeah, it was hard for her. It was great for me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. So glad she don't listen to this show. <laughs> She listens sometimes. No, I know. But at the end of, she know how transparent I am. But yeah, it, yeah. it was it was very hard for her because she kept, oh, what are you doing down there? And I'm right, like, dude, right. sitting on the couch. Right. I, ain't got, I can't go nowhere else. Where am I going? Right. So, uh, but um, it, let, it gave her a time to reflect and I guess basically um, understand where, um, how important I am to her. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so once it was over with, she instantly was like, you're sleeping upstairs today? I'm like, I don't know COVID I love this hands. couch. Right. I don't know. I don't I'm know if I want to catch COVID yet. Even, <laughs> even at the very end, though, did you miss her a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. I, I miss my bed more. But I missed I miss her. I did miss did her. Did you though. suggest swapping? Like, yeah. why don't you try out the couch for no, a while? I, I, I did miss her because it was, I mean, of course, we spend every day together. So right, it was right. like, uh, but it was hard to miss her because she kept coming downstairs she got had two masks on, so she like she'd come downstairs, go to the kitchen, grab her little. She was drinking Pedialyte the whole yeah. time, so oh, wow. she'll grab her she some Pedialyte. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She'll sit there and talk to me for a hot second. And I'm like, "Hey man, go back upstairs. I don't need you. To, you don't have to be near me to talk to right. me with coronavirus. I get it. Just call me. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> well, well, you know, that <laughs> happens to play into what we're going to talk about. <laughs> I, I know you've been missing. I know you've been missing that line. You know what I um, brace yourself. Brace yourself. Th- there's, there's been a lot of talk about you know the isolation effects of not just COVID, but you know a lot of things going on in the world. And you know there's there's a lot of couples that like to talk to me about some of the uh, frustrations they're dealing with. And one of the topics that had come up quite a few times was kind of the. I guess the temptation part of the relationship and not, mm-hmm. and not just the immediate before the interaction or before the intimacy. So I, I wanted to talk about the, the significance and the importance of long-term foreplay, like 24 hour foreplay, like constantly staying in contact with your significant other in an effort to entice them for whatever may come later in the day or may not come later in the day. Right. It may not come till tomorrow. But what is it about, you know, teasing your partner that makes it almost either, you know, an event, something that happens because something else is about to happen or some type of, I don't know. You know, it's not it's not the everyday thing. Yeah. You know, we, we walk every day. We talk every day. We say I love you every day. We speak on the phone every day. Why don't we tempt each other every day? Why don't we do it all day? You know what I mean? So that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I, I'm saying it's weird, though. Like, like you see it in the movies. You see it everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And then you kind of see your partner, and you like, should I be all 
sensitive and romantic, or should I just be this hard like the the music I listen to? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I listen to gangster rap. I'm, I should be hard all the time, right? I shouldn't just have to be all sensitive every time. But you have to be though. What? Let, you have to be sensitive all the time. You not all with with your significant other. You do because they don't want to see this. They want to see this hard person at certain points in in the relationship. Because you, you Denise, got, Denise you, got that you're yeah, burying she, she yourself. She's looking at me. Look. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to <laughs> see how I, deep I, it goes. I have my girlfriend is very very soft spoken and very yeah. very like. Uh, 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 right. She's, so you res, you respect what she's about. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not but gonna step I'm over hard that. though. Right. I'm super duper hard. Yeah, but I'm, don't you think that? But she's attracted to you, right? You guys have been together yeah, for a long time. Yeah, a long time. So she's attracted to what you're about, which is hard. Yeah. So. Don't you think she would appreciate a little bit of that? Yeah, she gets that. I mean, I still give her that. I give her that bedroom-wise and real-life-wise. All That's right. That's how it goes. <laughs> so, I, I'm not about to play with her. But I, I, she sometimes she overdoes the softness, and I, I really don't be on that. Man. I just don't like the – because she'll be like, oh, you're so handsome today. And I'd be like, girl, gone. What are you talking about? <laughs> so you're just not comfortable getting a compliment is what right. you're saying. Unless compliment. you're talking about it, his it music seems, right. it, capacity, it seems, right? It seems kind of fake, though. When, when you, <clears throat> oh, you're you're so handsome and, and, and I love the way that you did this. And I'd be like, dude, now you ain't got to overdo it. Just say you look good today. Oh, you got to let her love you. She just is trying to love you. <laughs> I'm just mean. I mean, but is, isn't, that, isn't that a form of four plays. So let, let's hear a woman's perspective. Before oh, I just go. Okay. So I, I I don't know. Speaking for all women, just like I wouldn't say you speak for all men, because I know not. women who feel differently than I do and men who Absolutely. feel differently than you do. Absolutely. So but. I just, I think that, um, I don't think it should be the same all the time, right? No. So it shouldn't always be hard or it shouldn't always be soft, which sounds like I'm saying something completely different than what I mean. <laughs> but... <laughs> But um, you have to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. But I think the key is to tap into what turns your partner on. At and that time. may be different at different times, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I see people who are paying attention to social media a lot. Mm -hmm. And so they see what their guy's looking at on social media. Or I'll try to do that. But maybe it's not really intrinsic to what you're about or what the relationship's about. Yeah. But I think tapping into that and knowing what turns him on or her on or them on, depending on where you're at, yeah, what you're in, um, I think that's key. Yeah. So, I mean, you clearly are, are tapped into your partner and what yeah. she's about. But people who are trying to do it just to say, you know, I saw this on uh, – TikTok yeah, exactly. And yeah. so I'm going to try this with my guy. I, I mean, it may work. It may work once, right, for the novelty of it. But if it's completely foreign to you, maybe it's not so comfortable. Yeah. But see, I'm, I'm, and Arthur don't might not feel this because he don't. Even, he say he don't watch porn. He don't do that. He don't. I never said I don't watch. No, porn. No, he didn't say he don't watch porn. He said no. he don't. He don't touch himself. That's what right. he said. That I did. <laughs> And I, that's weird because people right. touch themselves, dude. You gotta yeah, enjoy yourself sometimes. He's, he's a weird unicorn. <laughs> yes, I am a unicorn. <laughs> but uh, you get these. You, you watch these uh, videos. You watch these pornos, and as a male, you get into them. If as a young male, when yeah. you were young and you really got into pornos, you start seeing these things, and you like, ooh, 
I want to try that. Or Mm -hmm. I wish I can be in that scenario. Mm -hmm. I wish I can do it this way. And then you get in a real relationship and it's kind of not like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like at the beginning it might be like that because you guys are just young, dumb, and full of whatever. You know what I'm saying? So you're going. (laughs) You can say it. I'm I'm grown up. Yeah, we're grown up. But you know what I'm saying? But then you as as you get in a relationship long term and it starts being a long game, it's like, uh, all right, now I just need to know what do she like and what doesn't she like. Or, so do you ask her that? And we actually that's crazy. I've never had that conversation. And See, we had that, a conversation about a lot of things. That could be a twenty four hour foreplay or a forty eight hour foreplay, you know. The conversation, tell, yeah, conversation. I just think I'm good at what I do, so I don't need to ask, <laughs> dude. You should have a twenty four hour conversation. Down, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, are you interested in knowing if there's something different she would like you to do, or are I, you I interested in knowing if, if like, would you do something different if she said, "I, I want you to try this with me," yeah, or I, you know, once. tell me what there. you want with me, and you told her. I, I don't whatever yeah, yeah whatever it is yeah. you you right. want and I mean just to kind of even talk about it so you could even take turns but say okay I want to know I want you to tell me what you'd like me to do and then like over a period of a day she tells you Spell in a lot of out. detail right so that I mean that's 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 foreplay, so and that's trying like to give me in trouble at home today. Well, let's <laughs> let's 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 scale this back a little bit because we're talking <laughs> about I'm two just, different I'm things. I'm just now. responding no, to that, and, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with what you said. So, but what you're talking about is open communication as yeah, it but relates to. Intimacy. I have found. I mean, you can have a like a one-off hookup or whatever. That's great, right? Yeah. Um, but when I think about really great connections typically i'm able to communicate with that person that's better for me yeah mm-hmm. um because i might even say like harder or whatever that is but you can say it and sometimes if you're with someone you don't know really well or you can't communicate with you might be less likely to say what you want right yeah right you don't want to so i think communication is part of anything that's going to work well absolutely yeah but i mean what you guys were just talking about was really more a clearer understanding of each other's desires and, you know, what what triggers the relationship. When I'm talking foreplay, I'm talking about the subtle stuff that he was talking yeah. about in the beginning. The stuff that he says he's not necessarily, quote unquote, into yeah. or he's too hard for. Yeah, now, hard. don't get me wrong, I understand the, the logic behind that, <laughs> but it's those subtle comments that build up to that, I can't wait to get off of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know what's on her mind or I know what she's thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it may not be vocal. It could be a text message. Yeah. You know what I mean? It could be a note. It could be an email, whatever. You know what I mean? So I, I don't think it takes away from the type of communication you guys were talking about. And more importantly, I think it actually deepens some of those conversations yeah. Yeah, because it, it entices you to ask, well, man, where'd that come from? Right. Instead of thinking it, you actually say it. And now she has a chance to respond to it, which just allows her to go that much deeper into whatever her temptation was at that time, which may not have even been sexual. It may have just been, I really just like the way you look in that shirt. But all of a sudden, when you say, well, what that mean when I get off of work? Now, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, okay, I see where his head's going. So let me take my hair there too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's eight fifteen in the morning. You can't yeah, stop you gotta, flirting. Yeah, once you're that's the key. Right. That yeah. is that is a 
a critical part of maintaining the energy in a relationship. Because yeah. we talked about that, right? And when when Shana, uh, Shana was on, yes, yes, you know, there is no such thing as a spark. There has to be a current. It has to be a constant flow of yeah, energy between of those right. two people. Otherwise, a spark is just, it comes as quick as it goes, mm -hmm. and then it's useless to the relationship. So how do you keep that current going? You have that conversation, and then you you dig into that conversation. Then you inquire about what you meant with that conversation, and then you talk about how that conversation has affected the first half of your day. And then she tells you how she wants it to, the, to affect the end of her day. Yeah. And then before yeah. you know it, it's like, I done done my job, but it's 6 o'clock. I can actually <laughs> go home and... You know, yeah. fulfill the mission fulfill, now. Yeah, you know what I mean? The mission is about to happen. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the, the, to me, I think that's missing in a lot of conversation or a lot of relationships. Yeah, a lot of relationships. Because we all have Facebook friends, right? We all have these people that are constantly talking about what they're not going to do for their partner, what they're not going to look for in the future, where they messed up at last time and they're not going to. It's like, wh what did you do right? What worked? Yeah. You can tell me everything that didn't work. What did work? What what right. do you, what did you do that made him feel desired, or what did he do that allowed you to desire him, or yeah. vice versa? You know, what I mean, feed each other some good information. Yeah, that's what it. When they say the honeymoon is over after a while in your relationship, mm -hmm. it's a real thing because you you get to the point where it's like, huh, now you're just somebody that I. If y'all stay together, we just stay together. If, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or. Uh, it, it's kind of easier when you um, if you don't stay together because it's like I I can miss you a little bit, mm. but if I stay with you every day and we and that's why this I asked the question situation where we was romantic at the beginning and now it's to the point where we're just comfortable around each other and right. we know we're together and we know that but all the flirting and all that stuff has went away. Cause it's just over with. Like, well, that's why I, I don't need to question. play with you no more. I just, I just ask you, can we have some sex tonight? And that's what happens. Y'all live together, work together. Y'all together all day, all the time. All the time. So, do you drive together to work? I, she doesn't. Well, she just got her license, and okay. she's thirty three years old. Right. So, so he she just got her license. Yeah. Okay. There's not but a I lot of time apart. Yeah. For y'all. Yeah. So based on your logic, that current could have died out. Real early on, yeah. like boredom can kick in really quick. But, but to I, me, I think I keep it. I, only way that I keep her in tune with me like that mm -hmm. is because I keep switching up myself. You know what I'm saying? I got gotcha. you. My whole persona switches up. Like I, I'm a rapper one day, I'm an R&B artist the next day. <laughs> I'm an engineer one day with all my friends over that she want to be her friends now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm switching. I'm hey, man, to, you can't, you can't have Tia to yourself, bro. Right? <laughs> you need to drop all that these idea. different personalities that she end up falling in love with. Mm -hmm. Right. But at the end of the day, I feel like on her end, she's just her. But that's all she has to be because that's all I want. I don't want really too much of a... Uh, I have a fantasy of, of ratchet girls, but I don't want one. Right. Like you have this fantasy, like I want a, a Cardi B or a, a somebody a like right. that. Right. Somebody's just just ratchet. Right. But then at the end of the day, you really don't want that because you really want somebody who's going to accept you for who you are, mm -hmm. and be with you and 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 accept the things that you do. Mm -hmm. And that and she's that. So I really appreciate that. So it makes me love her even more. Like I really don't even care about none of that. Well, before we get too far away from it, you brought up something that I wanted to also touch on, which was the idea that the honeymoon is over. Yeah. You know, you get to this point where it's like, all right, we've gotten to know each other. We're spending a lot of time together. There's nothing really 
enticing about it. We're just we're just doing what we do. Going through the most, the time, living our lives, right? working, living our whatever lives. that may be. I'm not talking about you. No, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't, to me, that is why this whole issue of foreplay and, and temptation and flirting is important. Because the fact of the matter is, when you've lost that spark mm-hmm. or that current, okay, and you're, you're looking for sparks, you create sparks just to pretend like the current still exists. Is that more of a telltale sign of the state of the relationship? Because I believe that there are people that have maintained the spark or the current from day one that are together 20, 30, 40 years, Mm -hmm. and they still see each other the same way they did on their first date. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's it's a mandatory thing. I think it's just a state of mind that we allow ourselves to fall into. Now, I think the bigger question to me is who falls into that spot first because somebody has to accept that as the new norm. Okay. We just don't have that current anymore. And the other person either agrees immediately or succumbs to that state of mind. Mm -hmm. So is there any, anybody believe there's any, you know, consistency to where that drop off happens, who initiates it? Is there any is there any consistency to that, or is it kind of case by case basis? I think it depends on the couple, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know couples who have fallen into that, and I look at their relationships, and I think I would pound nails into my head if like I was in that. It's so right. boring, and there's yeah. not any anything not the, going on. You know, I need some something going on, and they don't have it, but they're happy. That's what they're looking for. Right. Um, and then I see people who are still completely nuts for each other. But mm-hmm. I, I have, um, I think that when people have children, that often creates a drop off for a while yeah, because absolutely. you're focused on the kids and, um, and being a woman who's child free. Um, but Me too. Okay, yeah, let's go. I'm not, I'm very <laughs> satisfied with that status. Um, but I, you know, spend time kind of watching I, uh, my friends. A lot of my friends are women. I watch them have kids. And women especially fall in love with their kids. And I'm not saying their partners, their husbands aren't fully committed to those kids as much as they are. Right. But women often, I, I get it, they've, they've carried these babies and they've born them and, and here they are. So... Um, I, I think she they has kind such of. A way to worry I know. Yeah. <laughs> Here they are. It's, it's so exciting, right? You can tell I don't have kids, um, but uh, I I think that sometimes the attention that go would go on their partner mm-hmm. now goes a bit towards the kids, yeah. and uh, you know this couple is working so hard to like keep the kids uh, alive yeah. and safe and yeah. and. And if you don't remember to step back every once in a while and say, hey, I remember you. Like, I remember what yeah. it's about. I remember how we ended up with these kids. Right. You know, you have to make an effort. You, an it effort. isn't it isn't like when you first meet and you're flirting and there's not all that excitement. Now you have to put a little more into it. Yeah. But I think you can keep uh, you can keep it going. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100 percent. It's definitely a way to keep it going. It's, it's definitely a way to keep that going. I, I'm another person that I don't have kids, but dude. Um, even without kids, though, it's kind of it, it's weird, especially if you got two people who have a career and they work all the time mm-hmm. and one person is doing way more than the other person. So it's like, all right, you go to work and come home and do whatever you do. 
I go to work, come home. I got all other stuff to do. I'm doing right. all types of other stuff and trying to make sure I handle everything at home at the same time. And you just get exhausted and you kind of forget that you have this person sitting here who has needs and wants and they right. want something from you. Right. They want the love. And if they stop feeling that love, they start uh, doing other things that they usually wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because uh, I told this story before that me and Tia had a spot where we broke up. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like for like 10 months, we've been together for over 10 years, but we had a spot where we broke up for 10 months. And then that, that that period it was because she felt like I didn't care it was her saying I don't I don't feel like you care anymore and I was still caring but I just wasn't showing that I was caring you know what I'm saying so she ended up like I gotta go so I let her go because she's young we gotta let them go (laughs) fly little bird (laughs) fly But when she found uh, out what was out, that part. when she found out what was <laughs> when out she there, comes back to you, she's yours, right? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> if, they, it, if you get that, like if she come back, then I'll accept her back. And I usually don't double back on girls once we break up, but she's was a special. She's one. worth it. She was special to yeah. me. Yeah. So I was like, if she do come back, I'll take her back. But if she don't, I'm gonna have to get over this one. Chalk that up. And it was hard. I, that ten months was. I. It was crazy because she left. And then I moved my little brother in because he was still staying with my mom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, you got to get up out the house. Really trying to get him to pay some rent for me, like half on the <laughs> rent type shit because she was already paying half. Right. So I'm like, bro, you got to get up out of there with mommy. You're 26 years old. You need to get up out of there. So he came and lived with me. Hence, now he has a wife and two beautiful kids with her because he moved out. And I was like, see? But he would tell me a story. He would tell me stories every time like, bro, the time that I lived with you, it was boring. You wouldn't come out the room. You was just, you. Miserable. we wouldn't do nothing together. I would try to get you to come out because he worked at a bar at the time. So he was like, I would try to get you to come out to the bar. You wouldn't go nowhere. All you did was sleep. And I had lost so much weight at the time. And he was like, dude, you was terrible. I was like, dude, I was going through it because right. I just lost the love of my life randomly, though, right. but out of, out of a, a conversation like I just didn't think you cared like uh, really but so did she come back to you I'm sorry did no. she come back to you or did you say I can't handle this I gotta go get her she actually came back okay she actually went out there and found something else and it wasn't all what she thought it was gonna be and he did some crazy stuff to her and then we was always Yikes. friends we worked together yeah. So I seen her every day. That was the that was another. Oh, that makes hard. Like that was making it even The wound starts to heal, and then it's we Monday. And together. <laughs> I seen her every day at work. And even with I, the new dude. Yeah, even uh, with the new dude. Uh, so <laughs> it no. was weird, but I, I I didn't have a new girl. I mean, I had randoms. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm just a lover boy. You know what I'm saying? But, a modest lover boy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> right. I, I can get any girl, but no girl compared to her yeah. into what I really wanted in, yeah. in a girlfriend. So I was like, dude, I can't be out here doing nothing to these. I even went back to one of my exes because uh, she's part. She's into the family. You know what I'm saying? So she's a friend of my sister's. So I was like, I seen her and she was like, what happened? I heard y'all broke up and then we kind of hooked up. But then she started kind of thinking that we was about to get together for real, for real. And I was like, uh, no, that's not what's about to happen. So she went, she broke down crying and everything, trying to get back with me. But 
I was like, I never had intentions on going back to you. I just, right. I, I, just I just needed somebody time. to talk to. I needed a distraction. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll add in the, the other element, <laughs> the element that does include children, because there is a lot of significance to yeah. how that plays into the equation. It's a lot. And, you know, responsibility is a part of the distraction process, whether it's work or it's kids. I mean, we all have some level of responsibility that plays yeah. into how our relationships are affected. I do agree that children have the tendency to make it hard to pay attention to your significant other, but I personally think that that's more motivation. To me, when the children come into play, it's like, oh, crap, I have to be here for them, mm-hmm. so I better be there for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I feel like... If you're not walking into parenthood consciously thinking that, then you're setting your relationship up for failure. Well, mm. how many people have you seen? Their kids are older. Maybe they go to college or they're just adults or they're in high school. They don't need that parenting so much. Right. And then the couple's sitting there like, I don't yeah, know who you are. Now? Like, what? Right. Are, how, where are we together anymore? And then right. they get divorced. Right. I mean, over and over and over, I see that happen. Well, part of it is that they lost touch during sure. the raising of the children. Because you have but, to... But part of it is there was there was some disassociation about yeah. how to raise those children. Yeah. yeah. That plays out. Yeah. And that becomes another barrier to the intimacy between the couple. Now, there's nine hundred other reasons. Right. But I do believe that those are two that drastically affect the the, the nature of the relationship. So was yeah. you was you was while raising your kids, were you like Come on, baby, let's go in the closet and do it real quick. See, I'm the kind of person. <laughs> I'm, I, that That's me. I'm the kind of person that, you know, now. I want to create an opportunity yeah. or I'm going to take every opportunity that's been it's, created. Get, yeah. right. Because otherwise they don't exist. Right. You know what I mean? And it's it's a, it should be easiest when they're babies. Right. Because they can't roll out of bed even if they wanted to. Yeah. I don't care what they think they're hearing. You're just going to have to deal with it, right. kid. You know they what don't I mean? know what it is. They don't know what it is. And by the time they figure it out, you put a lock on the door. Right. They can't get out anyway. You'll figure it out. Right. And then you have to put the lock on your door right. so they might get out, but they can't get in. Yeah. You then you move I mean? your dresser in right. front of the door. And- <laughs> you, start to, you start to adapt. Turn the TV on. Turn the radio up. Right. You know, you make, you make adjustments. But people have to do that. Yeah. And you don't do it because it's bedtime. Right. Because bedtime ain't long enough. Because right. you're already exhausted right. trying to get them into bed. Now you're going to wait until they're in bed to actually do something. Mm-hmm. You might fall asleep before I get out the shower or vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where that 24-hour intimacy, that 24-hour foreplay or, or, or flirting comes into play. Because it's like even if it don't amount to nothing at the end of the day, even if we are too tired to actually do anything, I know you thought about me. Yeah. I know you're still right. attracted to me. I know you're still intimate about me. Well, you were asking about drop-offs, and I know you're both partnered up for a long time, but when you first start dating someone, I don't know if you remember, like that you can't think about anything else, and that's all you're thinking yeah. about. Like yeah. this this person I met and when am I going to see him again and what are we going to do? And I mean, you're, you have a chemical change. Your, your brain is filled with, I think it's dopamine. I don't think it's serotonin, but, (laughs) and you can't think straight. And you know that because you're at work and you're not getting anything done and it's a mess and you know, your body can't continue to function like that or, Mm -hmm. you know, it will become bad, but then you make that transition and, and that's a drop off. Like, how are you going to adjust to less dopamine? And now I just really need to be into what you're about. But 
what you're talking about, recreating that with your partner, right. with kids running around screaming or needing food or whatever it is, um, you're recreating that mindfulness mm -hmm. over a period of time. Right. Um, and it may not be a dopamine flood, but it's a thrill, yeah, you know, absolutely. almost like holding back. So like a tease, but not, not yeah. giving into that tease. Exactly. How, like, you know, some sort of yeah. withholding. I, I, I like, I like me personally, to be truthfully honest, things that turn me on are, it is a woman coming to, uh, romantic situation very very prepared so basically <laughs> i don't know what what does that mean i'm saying though basically you come please in, share your insights no, you coming in you got the lingerie on you 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 oh, just prepared for the role yeah you're, you're prepared to basically give me something to that thrill you maybe i've never seen before okay and you that makes me love you a little bit more making the effort yeah and okay. and we're keeping and, it keeping it it's kind of it's yeah. kind of simple for men. We just come and we there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and we just gotta be there to perform. But right. for women, and and a man and a man's mind, like I said, you watch so much porn and you watch so many different things and the sexual things. Now you want to see your partner do those same things, though. Yeah, so let's let's porn, talk though. about porn a little bit. <laughs> I'm curious. I don't I don't mean that. It messes up your brain. I'm telling right. you. I mean I I've been with with men who I know watched a lot of porn. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're not necessarily very fun to be with because they have in their head of what something's supposed right. to be yeah. and it's not reality. Yeah. And right. it isn't it isn't engaging, right? It is they're living whatever they've watched. Yeah. Right. Um and that's not so fun. I'm not I'm not saying something no specific about you no, right no, 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 because no. there is something to like yeah, recreate a fantasy really or like yourself. watch something right and it's fun to not be yourself once in yeah. a while right like let's let's be someone else yeah. or like come pick me up at the bar and we just met you know, whatever that right. may be right. but um exactly but does that throw you i mean do you do you or do you know anybody who's gotten to the point where like I just want to watch porn I don't want to deal with this anymore oh it happens yeah, yeah. oh it happens a lot yeah. and it's very unfortunate for the significant other in that person's relationship right. yeah. because there's no fulfilling that individual's needs anymore right yeah. it's not something that I personally deal with but you know I have <laughs> no what I'm saying is I have <laughs> I have counseled I speak on I speak on a lot of things that people say how do you know that have you been there too? Have you done that too? It's like, no, sometimes I just counsel people through yeah. these right. same issues, yeah. you know, and I have many of friends who were addicted to porn mm -hmm. and they just didn't know how to come out of it. Right. You know, and that was one of the other things I wanted to talk about and I'll get to it in a minute. But the other thing that I was going to say as it related to partially this issue, but also the issue of having children is that it's, it's all about how the participation works, too. Mm -hmm. And porn is another great example of that. You know, men that watch porn to try to figure out what they want their girl to do are nine times out of ten going to irritate their girl. Yeah, mm -hmm. every time. Right? Or vice versa. Right. Because he'll probably never be the guy in the porno. Right. Because that's not what he's getting paid to do. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sorry, that's just not what I get paid to do. However, when couples watch porn, they may take a little bit more out of it. Yeah. Because now yeah, it's but that's a something together. Yeah. Like, it's that's an activity. activity. That's, that's a sexual activity together, Absolutely. a partnership thing. And I mean, think we're talking 24-hour, you know, flirting, right? Yeah. 
porn is literally at your fingertips at all times. All the time. You know, and they're in 30-second snippets or two-minute snippets or eight-minute snippets I or 15-minute snippets. get up in the morning and watch some porn with your partner and then go off to work. I mean, you could I mean, do that I with guess Tia that's an option, and then say, "I'll see you when we're done today." Right? I'll see you when I get I'll off. I'll see you. Work. That's right. right. Or I mean, <laughs> or imagine she got her lunch break. You know what I mean? Right. And you send, send her, her a little, little clip. second clip. It's like, ooh, this, five this hours. Was on my mind five ta- you know five no, hours no, till we're done Tia working. Does this to me all the time. She sends me pictures because she has these different Instagram friends, mm. and she'll send me a picture of a beautiful woman with the bang bang shabang bang bang and i'd be like so do you want me to have sex with her or what are you sending me this picture for she's like you don't like booties you don't like i, I can appreciate a good woman i'm like dude don't be sending me pictures of another well woman. maybe she just wants to have a conversation with you about how hot this chick's I'm booty saying, is okay come, that, no so, this is what i want this but, is why i wanted her here but so, so she this if, is something he don't get Explain. so so she could be sending it to you because she wants to talk to you about how hot this chick's booty is. Yeah. I mean, I can look at a woman's body and say, she, she's she hot. Got, or like, right. look at those. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, talking about that with someone I'm with, like, that's exciting. Then all of a sudden you're talking about like, well... I, no, you yeah, could just build I, on I, it. Let's I, say I that. Build like, I'm not build gonna... on it every time. Like, right. so when are you going to learn how to twerk? Because um, she doesn't know how. But she wants to know so bad. And I'm like, dude, why don't you just take a class? How, we can go and pay for you a class. You, you turning foreplay into work, man. Yeah, what are you doing? No, if you want to learn, learn. And then <laughs> we can turn it into the bedroom. That's all I can say. Hey, I'm just saying, just, if you want to learn. One one bit of advice. I don't care how <laughs> shitty she is at twerking, it's good enough. Yeah. Oh, no. Just, just make her feel like it's good enough. Oh, no. You know she, what I mean? she doesn't. It, it, she's never tried it in front of me, so I don't right. even know what. She just says she can't do it. I don't know what she do behind closed doors. Right. But She's probably working really hard for you. Working the twerking. That's right. I see her. I, I, we got a, Our living room is our workout area, and sometimes I come home from work, and she's already working out, and she got on her little tight little shorts and I'm looking and I'm like oh wow I think she be twerking so do you s- <laughs> I think she be twerking when I ain't here do you do you say something to her when you see her and think that oh yeah okay. and it turns her on instantly cause see? she just see but that's a flirt it's, that's it's, the flirt it's that's weird it. with her because I'll say something real real like uh, like flirty yeah and then she'll say something like Good job. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Good job. You're weird. You're yeah, supposed you to say something flirty it back. <laughs> she happy that I said something. So she like you. That was a good that's job. That's a cue. Babe. That's a cue to you. <laughs> yeah. That's a cue to you to do it more often. To do it more often. That is too. But at, at the end of the day, no, don't do that because you're making it seem like I don't want to do it no more because you're making it weird. Now, good job. What do you mean, good job? But this is this all goes into the the issue no, or no the dog. topic of <laughs> the topic of all day foreplay. You know what I mean? We you gotta you gotta take them cues, you know, and build on them. You gotta yeah. you gotta you gotta I, I turn that cue. As, yeah, as we having this see, conversation, I see them. Yeah, and, and sometimes it takes that, you know. Yeah, yeah. But this is the reason why I think these conversations be so valuable mm-hmm. because. 
you know, this is something that you probably wouldn't have discussed no, out loud I talk to if I hadn't brought it right. up. Right. So now you're taking something away from it. We I'm won't sure tell the anybody. Will anymore. As well. The <laughs> world <laughs> knows now. <laughs> and we need different perspectives. Right. You know, we don't want the same voice every time. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask, though, as it relates to not only the keeping the current going or keeping the spark alive or however you want to put it, or the interference with children and all of these other things. But how do you, Denise, feel like previous relationships mm -hmm. affect the foreplay element of current relationships? Hmm. And the reason I ask it, I'll give a personal example. Okay. I've been married twice. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I've been married to two very different kind of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And more importantly, the first experience kind of altered my perception of relationships mm -hmm. it altered what i was willing to tolerate it altered what i was willing to sacrifice it altered what efforts i was willing to make now in reflection i can say some of that is to the detriment of my existing relationship and then vice versa some of that is to the benefit of my existing relationship right but it has impacted my existing relationship and i was having a conversation yesterday about how the world around us drastically affects the direction, the pathway that we find ourselves on in every element of life. You know, you come out the womb 100% organic, able to do whatever needs to be done to survive. You figure out how to breathe. You figure out how to walk. You figure out how to talk on your own. No influence is necessary. But the minute something influences how you go about that process, you change course. You're talking mm -hmm. about nature-nurture kind nature, of stuff. Nature-nurture, right. So we've allowed the environment that we either create for ourselves or that we find ourselves in by watching other couples or by watching porn or by watching all of these things happening around us to impact how we interact with our own partners. Mm -hmm. And a lot of this current interaction is based on historical experiences. Sure. Is that... Is that a problem? I, or is that just nature? I mean, unless you're a sociopath and you don't care about anyone in your wake, right? Like whoever's in your I know past. You yeah. yeah, me too, <laughs> um, unfortunately. But uh, I think it's natural. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm going to tie into the nature-nurture thing. Right. But, of course, one thing builds on another. Right. Um, if you're trying to recreate an old relationship or a dynamic, I don't think that's healthy. I agree. But if you learned from whatever relationship you were in before, um, you know, they're, they're usually not around anymore for a reason. Right. And so what do you get out of it? Yeah. And if you are a little introspective to figure out what worked, what didn't work to have an idea of what you want next. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's okay if some of the, some of the things are the same because you're still the same person, mm -hmm. but maybe you need someone to meet you in a, a little different place emotionally or physically or whatever that may be. But the, the issue that I see in this okay. situation is not that, answering. No, no, you, you, your answer is dead on okay. as it relates to me exerting myself in right. this relationship. But the situation remains that the person I'm in a relationship with has probably already been in one or have had some perception of what one is supposed to be right. that I may or may not be meeting. Right. And now they're going to respond based on their history or their expectations. So regardless of how focused and determined I might be in my delivery, the message may be received the wrong way or the response may be completely contradictory to what I hope to get. Right. 
Well, I mean, you said at the very beginning, uh, you were talking about communication. Mm -hmm. And I think that's key, whether you're texting or you're in bed or whatever you're doing, you have to communicate that. And something that you've talked about a lot on this podcast is vulnerability and kind of putting yourself out there. And you don't know if you're going to get rejected or how this person's going to respond. You know, even it it sounds like you feel a little rejected when Tia says something that you feel like is a little complimentary, like, good job. And you're like, what the hell, man? (laughs) Like, I was trying to get something out of this. Right. Exactly. I'm saying something sexy. Say something sexy. Right. We end up on the couch. No, we ain't because right. I don't like the couch. Because you don't anymore. like the couch anymore. <laughs> so but the new the couch, couch is going to get a workout. Um, uh, I got to be careful <laughs> in that chair, not in the basement. <laughs> you gotta be, she said, I got to be careful in the chair. Come on, let's go in the studio real quick. <laughs> Next podcast is going to be interesting. Um, so, I, I mean, I think that, that if you have if you have expectations for something and the response you get isn't what it didn't meet those expectations, you can, you can either say, okay, I guess I'm not going to get that out of this relationship. Or you can say, well, maybe I'll try again. Or you can get to a point where you say, let me tell you what I meant from that. Or tell me what you meant by that. And this is what I was meaning. Maybe that person misunderstood you or because that person's building on, you know, her own experiences, she might be responding in a way that she did with her past guy. Mm, So, I I mean, the only way you're going to get through that is to talk. Absolutely. And sometimes you may have to overcome an obstacle. Yeah, of course. It's a relationship. You're going to have obstacles. Well, I mean, it goes back to that R. Kelly song that I mentioned once before. You know, he made a song called One one woman, one mm-hmm. man can make one woman hate all men. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what she's been through. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm putting up or what I'm fighting against or what mm-hmm. resistance I'm going to face based on what she's experienced. Right. But if I got to put the time and effort into this relationship, I better get out of it what I'm trying to get out of it. Yeah. You know, right. but if I'm not getting that because of something somebody else did, am I in the wrong relationship or do I really just need to give it more time and give her more well, time? Well, I, I mean, down and all that? so that's your perspective, mm-hmm. rightly so. Well, You're my, coming at it with issue, your perspective. Right. She's coming at it with her perspective too, though. You know, she Start also it. wants something out of this relationship. Absolutely. So I think the only way it's going to work is if you guys kind of talk Get it out. out. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, there may be a wall. That could be a wall. And do you live with the wall? So, you know, Dan Savage, you know, Dan Savage does Mm -hmm. things. So he talks about the price of admission Mm -hmm. to a relationship and what are you going to give up? So maybe whatever is on the other side of that wall, that's what you have to give up. And you say, I really want to be with this person, but I'm never going to get this because she can't get there. And because of that wall, wall, but that's the price of admission. And I'm cool with that because I get all this other stuff that I really love, but maybe the price of admission is something you're not willing to pay. And that's okay too. Right. And that becomes the challenge. Yeah. How do you know if a relationship is worth waiting for that wall to fall? Yeah, I mean, I guess you have to ask yourself that every day, right? Every day. Yeah. But you have to try to work on that wall every day. Right. So you're basically fighting two opposing forces every day in hopes of coming up with that solution. Well, unless, in my example about the price of admission, if you know that you're never going to get what's on the other side of the wall because the wall is there and it is cement with rebar and it is never coming down, then if you don't, if you keep trying to knock down that wall, then you're not really accepting that as your price. Absolutely. And 
And if you're talking to your partner at the start and she says, this is, yeah, and you're like, okay, I accept you regardless of the wall. And then you're always like poking, poking, poking at the wall. So that's that's not, that's relationships. But that's relationship. How many many people walk into a relationship going, oh, I I realize you don't think you can do that. But trust me, by the time I get do. Well, I I mean, we'll figure it out. out. And then you're you're working on it and working and trying to knock down that wall. And she's like, dude, I told you this day one. I don't know what you thinking right so why didn't you pay attention to her when she said i want the wall right (laughs) i want the wall it's my wall because we're persistent (laughs) we gotta get it right that's that's the man's conquering mentality yeah but i mean i I mean i see women all the time who are like he would be perfect if as soon as i get him to whatever the change may be and i'm like no (laughs) you you are gonna you accept him as he is um or, or you keep on you right. keep on step because you, I don't want to go into a relationship with someone who wants to change something about me. Like you're going to accept me, not that I'm perfect, not that I'm not going to change down the road or I don't have things that I'm working on. But if your goal is to change me, I want uh-huh. someone who's supportive, not someone right. who is just to me that is disrespectful of the person from either direction. Absolutely. But that is. So many relationships. Right. That is the crux to so many relationships. Right. And so many relationships get to that point we were talking about earlier where it's like, oh, now the kids are grown and I really don't even know what I'm here for anymore. Because you were never really here to begin with. The kid was another attempt to fix the symptom yeah. mm-hmm. when the problem was that we were not supposed to be together to begin with. Right. Now, you can do all the foreplay you want and we can have a great day. Because of the four play or the twelve play or the twenty four play, whatever right. you want yeah. to call it, you know. But I still got to wake up tomorrow, and that wall. Still We're still be living there. in this world we together. We still gonna be here, okay. and right. those are bigger issues than people give them credit for. Mm-hmm. And the only way to really be able to overcome some of those things is through vulnerability, which right. was always the point that I was going to lead up to. But she just happened to say it because she's right. a Brene Brown fan, just like I am. <laughs> Well, she's a, she's not the source of vulnerability, but she she defines she it. She talks about it a lot. A lot, yeah. But those are the things that you know play into this, and I I love the price of admission mm-hmm. analogy because it, that is something that you have to come to grips with. Yeah. And I don't care, even if you're in a perfect relationship, like we talked earlier, you see people that's been together 30, 40, 50 years, they paid that price of admission in year one. There's no such thing though. There's no such thing as a perfect relationship. And I think people need to get that out of their heads. People who are striving, if you think the relationships you see online are perfect, like that's a story. That's not reality. Bill Gates left Melinda or vice versa, however it worked out. You know, everybody thought they were like, okay, he's been the richest man in the world for a decade. They have everything they've ever wanted. They give, they travel, they do everything together. And then all of a sudden, they're getting divorced. Yeah, see, I don't see all of those things making a good relationship. Absolutely. I, I, I really didn't ever spend any time thinking about the relationship. I didn't right. care so much. But, I mean. But that's my point. Yeah. It's this perception of what it takes to right. make a relationship work. Right. And most of the times, uh, people watching these things from the outside in are looking at these materialistic, yeah. you know, objective Items that mm-hmm. really have nothing to do with the substance of the relationship. Yeah, that's just like right. Jada and Will's relationship. Right. Everybody thought that was like such a perfect relationship until the drama just popped out and there are all these different things right. of what they didn't yeah. have in their relationship and how people felt like they wasn't loved. And, and you like, wow, all this was going on 
But we all thinking that y'all just the best going on. But you know what? You know that I will say I thought the most horrible time was at the red table talk when Will was there and yeah. he was just like crying and that, that was yeah, really was I felt like that was Sabotage. that was unnecessary yeah, maybe. They, they didn't have to but do um I do think that they communicate, right? Yeah. So maybe they don't have what people would consider a traditional relationship, but they sure as hell seem to have a relationship that works the for them. Is there. And people who have this notion of what a relationship's supposed to be, I think that's where it gets a little sticky because they think this is what I see on social media or this is what I see with my f- friends who come over for dinner or whatever that may be. But you don't know what goes on with people when they're in their own homes mm-hmm. or what their, you know, their agreements are in their relationship. Is it open? Is yeah. it you have, you know, are they swinging? I mean, you don't know anything. It's- about this right Right. and and i don't need to i need to worry about what's going on in my house and i try really hard not to think about and you know unless i'm just thinking about it but like (laughs) try try not to worry about what's going on in other people's houses exactly so which honestly brings me to my last point which is the fact that the idea that anything is universal in a healthy relationship is a farce Every element of a relationship has to be defined by the two people in it. Right. Because what worked for me and her is not going to work for me and her or right. for her and him. Right. You know what I mean? It's up the two of you. It, it's up to the two of you. I right. mean, that's the way it goes. Right. And if I was in a relationship, which I was, with somebody else, the things that I'm doing now would never have worked in that relationship. Right. And the things that I did then didn't work in this relationship, which right. is why I don't do them anymore. And right. the things that I felt, I mean, because we also mature. Right. As we get older, our needs change, our desires change, our interpretations change. Mm-hmm. And what used to be good is now just all right. Yeah. And what I thought was taboo is something I can't wait to do. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? So, and intimacy itself is, is different. Yeah, it, it, it's always manifesting into something right. new. I right. mean, the environment changes it. The, the state of the economy can change it. Right. These you know, girls don't play. The amount of money in no your money. pocket can change it. Right. The access, <laughs> the availability right. will change that. it. Like you right. can literally walk down the street and, and have a conversation and start talking about what we're talking about right now and end up having sex with, with a complete stranger. With a complete and her sister. You just, right. You like, like, where did that come like, from? Dang, yeah. I just did that. Right. Wow, that was great. And, <laughs> and, and it took no effort. <laughs> no but effort but all. but when I when I try <laughs> to marry somebody like that, or when I got into a relationship with somebody who was in the exact same boat they were, this was an unheard of concept. Yeah. It's crazy how some some of the most taboo things in the world, things that you never talk, talked about, never spoke about, were never discussed, even in print, are literally on national TV now. Yeah, right. now, literally. Right. It's like, the, could you imagine, could you imagine watching boys kiss each other on primetime TV yeah. on Full House. That would never would have happened. On on Family Matters. Oh my God. I mean, even even though the topic was there, that's just not that's not where TV was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you could turn on the Disney Channel now and, and see, see it. it. Yeah. The Disney Channel. Where I mean yeah, I don't have we know what Disney that, so, is yeah. about. You know, and I'm not saying that it's an issue. I'm right. just saying as things change, now it's all of a sudden, you know, people's perception of what might be interesting, can change. Or, I mean, what you think is acceptable. I have some friends who have been married since they were, I don't know, like 20 and 24 or something. Mm. They've been married a long time, and they're in their 50s now. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, years ago, if any of, if either of them had cheated on each other, like mm-hmm. that would have been it. And now I look at them and I've had conversations with, with the one member that I'm closest to mm-hmm. who has said, you know, if my partner cheats on me, like I would used to say that's a deal breaker. And now I'm like, you know, I don't know. We got a long life together and right. I might it's, be able to find a way to work through that work or, through or this isn't working for us in this way. Let's open our relationship. I mean, right. things that you never would have talked about before, but exactly. if you want to stay together, you might have to do some things differently to stay together. That's right. Um, and there's nothing the the key is, as long as you two agree on it, there's nothing wrong with it. That's right. Uh, other people may think there's something Looking wrong with that, but that's right. n- that's none of their business. None like, their business. who cares what they think? Yeah. And I think going back to Will and Jada, that is the key to their. Yeah. They've probably been having that conversation since forever. It day sounds one, like because he came into the relationship with a kid. Yeah. So there had to be some established. Okay, well, there's certain things you're we're not going to experience together. Right. We're not going to experience our first child together. Right. So we got to get that idea out of our head. Right. You know, and that may have been one of her wall things right. in yeah. the beginning. But now it's like, okay, well, the price of admission, I get Will Smith. I can do that. But in contrast, he got to accept the fact that Tupac is my best friend. You know what I mean? Right. And whatever else came with it. And they just discussed it and worked it out. We, we hear about it after the fact, and we're going, oh, my God, I can't believe this has happened. And they're looking at it like... How did this shake it out? Because now we got to explain it. You know what I mean? And we didn't have to explain it before. It It was our personal life before. We good with it. We've said it on national TV. But now I feel bad because society is telling me that I've been cheated when I was cheating. You know, think about what's going on in Will's head. He he cheating on Jada all he want. Yeah, Yeah, but it's not cheating if they're agreeing to it. It's not cheating. They're just... that's what I'm saying. Go out and make make yourself happy, and then we come back home and we're happy together. Right. Right. Like, all right, you're happy there, you're happy there. All right, we come back home. Right. Ain't no stressing. Right. I ain't going to get mad because you ain't giving me none. We don't... I mean, we could have our 24-hour foreplay with these nobodies Mm -hmm. that we have these flirtatious situations with i mean think about a stripper that's married there's a lot of married strippers they're flirting all day long they can't wait to get home right yeah you know what i mean that's not necessarily they're doing their job but but still still, i mean i embrace that as their job right despite the nature of their relationship and in some cases it actually adds to the relationship or the person who's there to see a stripper you know, right. yeah. I mean, it's trying to get worked up for exactly. tonight. Exactly. Exactly. He might be sitting there texting his wife. I hate strippers. I, nah, I yeah, because I just I don't like the fact that it's false advertisement. Basically, <laughs> it's like Here you 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 see this woman. She's a beautiful woman, and she all over you. She flirting with you. A woman you know that, and you're and you're walking down the street. You cannot talk to. Right. But when you in this club, you, you got can her talk undivided to her. attention. Right. Dude, I can have a. She will sit by you and tell you her whole life and right. tell you, I want to dance for you. and I want to make you happy. I just want to make you happy I today. I just want to make you feel good. And just make you feel real, real good. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, you don't have to. You lying to I, me. I like being, I don't like to be lied to. But I she ain't lying to you. She is. No, she, she ain't. I want to make you feel good for three and a half minutes for $25. So and now, then you can go on about your business. I, I ain't gonna say I hate strippers because I do go to strip clubs a lot, but <laughs> watch it. <like> <laughs> but it's so difficult when you're there. It hurts so bad. Now you I gotta keep doing it. But from, the, from the beginning, when I first started going, I I had that false entitlement. Yeah. Like it was just terrible. 
But now that I'm older and I know what it's about, I go in there with this attitude like, all right, y'all bitches going to get my money today. Y'all going to have to work for, work for it. Support, <laughs> supporting the local economy. Right. I'm and here. They, and they, they cool with that. They yeah. be like, all right, he's just a hard dude. But if he's spending, I don't get don't break the rules. Yeah. Right. Just don't right. break give the rules. Me the, give me what you owe me per dance, right. and I'll I'll be whatever the hell you no, want me I'm to be. I'm in there throwing right. hella ones. <laughs> <laughs> and I got them all around me like I'm the man. But I know once I leave out that door, I will never see that girl ever again, especially if I'm out of town. I'll never see her again. Hey. Ever in life. I, I won't get into strip bars because, <laughs> you know, that that... that that entertainment that you just enjoyed for the last 45 minutes, yeah, somebody right. else been enjoying it for the last 45 hours. Hours. You know what I mean? And yeah. you might have some residuals to, right. to, to work around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's that's the nature of the beast. But you know that going in. Yeah. You know I that think, going I in. Think, I just think, I, I think uh, strip clubs are cool. I think it's a cool thing that, to kind of integrate in your relationship. Mm-hmm. It can't because be because mm-hmm. it, it, especially if your girl can appreciate women. Like if your girl say, "Ugh, strippers," uh, then of course no, you right. ain't never going to strip club because I'll be in there looking at the wall. While you but in that, there. but but that goes back to the whole <laughs> the nature of the relationship thing. If there's an insecurity that you're dealing with either from her right. or that you're giving off to her, right? Then y'all better find a way to rekindle each other, right? You know exactly. what I mean? Don't. Don't say this is this. Okay, I need a distraction because she ain't giving me enough attention. So, hey, I'm going to go and do this completely harmless to our relationship. But it'll give me the stimulation that I need. And I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to flirt with you about it. If she's got an insecurity, it ain't going to work. So you just you just setting yourself up to fail. You know what I mean? But she might see that as well. That's one less thing I got to worry about. Maybe she'll dance for you. Yeah. Tonight you should go I'm in with some ones and have her dance. Have her dance for you. <laughs> hey. There you go. I it, it's d- not a bad idea. No, I didn't gave her hella ones one time. See, yeah. but she wasn't dancing. I well. just had extras from the strip club. Maybe you should dance for <laughs> I her. Had some extras, yeah. and I was like, why don't you, why don't you dance, dance for her? I got like fifty ones. You want these? You, you should have to do something strange yeah. with these fifties. You should just <laughs> give her a stack of fifty ones and say, "Make me earn these back." Right. Mm. I mean that's 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 what I'm getting at. Got you got it. That, it's it's it. I mean that's a great thing, and I might do it. It's not your thing. That's cool. You might have found something that I might try to get into. But the, but the, these are ideas. Yeah. To kind of keep that current flowing, we got to keep, keep that going. current flowing. Yeah. If you want anything else to flow, you better keep that current flowing. I'm gonna tell you that, because otherwise everything will dry up. Yep. And you gonna end up in is she gonna end up in some other dude's hands or you gonna end up in some other woman's hands? All because of what you didn't tell all her. All because wanted. of what you didn't do, and you're gonna realize that that wasn't what you really wanted. The girl that you really wanted is right here in the front one of you. you already got. Three months from now, the episode's gonna be Ken talking about his pole dancing classes. <laughs> <laughs> you're you know gonna have what? a workshop. Denise made me go out. I tried to get Tia to do it, but she said no, so I went and did it myself. Right. Hey, whatever works. <laughs> whatever floats your boat. I don't know. I, these these are the kind of conversations that I like to have with people completely unrestricted, yeah, and completely right. off the cuff, with no warning whatsoever, because you get the truth. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. And I I know you well enough to know that you don't bite your tongue. Right. You know you have no discomfort. And you know I'm just ratchet. Yeah. He he who he <laughs> says he is. Man. 
But yeah, I, I appreciate you coming in on your birthday. Thanks so much. Oh my God, that is crazy that you here on your birthday. What we doing? Oh, we got we got other business to take care of. Oh, yeah. I was just talking that, shit anyway. I got to work in the morning. <laughs> I just wanted to see what she was going to say. Like, well, well, I got this going on. I'd be like, oh, I can't go. Oh, it's Wednesday. I had a really a long day at work, so. Yeah. Yeah. Turned this down. Weekend. This weekend. This weekend. Weekend is turned up. That's right. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, make it count. Yep, I will. That's right. Well, to, if you get in touch with Arthur and you're like, well, ask Ken to come. I'll probably be not doing nothing on the weekend. <laughs> okay. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I, my Saturdays are kind of open right now. I really don't do much. I try to stay. Oh, you can get you can come in here. I'll do what? You know, we just we got to get some recordings. Oh, When's your next man. performance? Uh, yeah, I haven't been doing that lately either because of COVID. I really ain't been trying mm. to really book anything. Yeah, I just been like, man, I ain't trying to be around people. I had got into the reason why I had a flow of performances when I was performing was because uh, my one guy he got cancer and then he beat cancer but then he got all these expensive medicines yeah. and he was like I need a way to pay for these medicines and I need a way to pay for medical bills so he threw a showcase mm-hmm. and I paid 200 I think it was like $250 to be in a showcase so he can pay for his stuff so but in return he had all these different prizes it was a raffle and you had all these different prizes that you can win so i won a performance at another spot and then i won a studio time with another dude and it just kind of trickled down yeah. to me having all these different things to do activities yeah. but then now it's like all right cold i'm i'm not really trying to be outside <laughs> i got a studio to run i'm but right. I need to get back into making new music and. Well, now you have this new equipment, yeah, so you're so, good to go. Yeah, yeah, I need to get back creative, and I'm trying to get back into my creative mode. Okay. All right, well, and we need to, we need to get some uh, some some talent in here to do some booking right. and recording. So, right. well, thanks for having me. It was fun. We've talked about it for I guess 50 episodes. So right, right. I got in right before <laughs> the right. end of the hey, episode you hit the, year. You hit the sweet spot. Right. This is a big episode. Yeah, yeah. This you is know, a just good, for the this sake. A good one. I ain't, yeah. We really ever had nothing like this. You got in on something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun. Thanks well, for I having me. I appreciate you coming, and I appreciate everybody for listening. This is Ag's Convos. And we out. AG's Convos. We gon' show you how the world goes. AG's Convos. We gon' show you how the world goes.